What's up, everybody, and welcome to Game Day with the Gurus, where it is Game Day 24 7, 365. We talk sports. Even at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning, I'm tired. I went to sleep at like 2 in the morning on Saturday. The Arizona North Dakota State game ended at like, what, 11.30 by the time I got home and everything. Yeah, so I'm tired, but it doesn't matter. Uh, football's on. NFL's about to get started. Uh, Arizona, huge win against a championship t- caliber program against a team that knows how to win games against a team that does win games like last year when the game was 28 24 late in the fourth quarter Arizona would have ended up losing by double digits I mean they wouldn't have they wouldn't have been in that game in the fourth quarter probably would have been a blowout this year completely different Um, and like I said to one of my buddies Last year, Arizona lost to a uh, mid-level FCS team in NAU. This year, Arizona beats the best FCS team and an FCS team that would be very competitive at the FBS level. Improvements, um, progress, just kudos to the wildcat football team they've gotten so much better this team is so much better than last year's they're fun to watch they play hard they're good there's talent on both sides of the ball and let's get right into this game Jaden Delora did not have a good game against Mississippi State Um, he missed a lot of opportunities to run he forced a ton of throws he threw three interceptions what does he do last night how does he bounce back uh how does he handle the adversity you know he's still young he's only a sophomore well he ha- he throws for 230 yards uh, 20 for 28 only incompleted eight passes 69.2 quarterback rating no interceptions no fumbles one touchdown but the the biggest part of his game and, and that was just huge for the football team for the offense was 10 carries for 50 yards and one touchdown. He ran the ball just enough to keep the North Dakota State defense at bay. Um, And one thing I'll say about Jaden that I believe Jaden is is one of the best quarterbacks in college at avoiding pressure. Uh, He is incredible, incredible at avoiding pressure getting out of the pocket when he needs to and either making plays with his arm or making plays with his legs. He can do it both. He showed us last night. He has a knack for just avoiding sacks. Um, He only took one sack last night. And throughout these three games, he's probably avoided uh, 10 sacks that he shouldn't have avoided but he did because he's he's just he's slippery he's elusive he's got great pocket presence awareness um and he's he's an improviser when he gets out of the pocket that's when he's most dangerous when when he's running to his right running to his left out of the pocket that's when Jaden can really hurt you 
uh, if you're playing against him. And he hurt North Dakota State multiple times. Um, the game-winning touchdown, he avoided the pressure, stepped up into the pocket, rolled to his right slightly, and hit Cowling for the go-ahead. But he his legs. And it started early in the game. Um, you know, you saw right away he stepped up into the pocket, avoided pressure, and he ran. And he ran t- 10 times. Uh, they obviously had the quarterback draw. I think probably a few of those were designed runs, but a lot of them weren't. A lot of them was Jaden improvising, Jaden beating, being Jaden and uh, being elusive and mobile and getting downfield, making plays with his legs. He did He did a fantastic job. Again, he, he has all three games. He did it again last night. And I think that was the difference was Jaden was able to make plays with his legs, not just his arm. Uh, he was our second leading rusher. I mean, that tells you everything. I, all, he was two yards away from being our leading rusher. Uh, Michael Wiley... Leading rusher for Arizona, 51 yards, 9 carries, 1 touchdown, 5.7 yards per carry. Michael Wiley is, dude, this dude is, like, if you open the Webster's Dictionary and you go to the word consistency, you'll see a picture of Michael Wiley smiling. That's that's who he is. He is consistent. He's done it for years now at U of A. He did it last year. Uh, He's doing it again this year. You know, 9, 10, 11 carries a game, 40, 50, 60 yards, maybe a touchdown, few receptions. He's a good pass blocker. He's just a, a good football player. He's a good running back, a veteran guy. And they obviously trust him a lot and they believe in him a lot because late in the game, Arizona was up. Arizona needed one first down to ice this game. Okay. And possibly the game's on the line because if you don't get this first down you give the ball back to North Dakota State and you give them a chance to win the game or tie it and go into overtime what does Jedfish do uh you know who who does he go to does he go to Cowing does he call a a, a, run, a design run for Delora does he go to McMillan nope he goes to Michael Wiley to pick up two yards on third and two to ice the game and Michael Wiley did just that. He had a nine-yard run to ice the game. And that just shows you right there how much this coaching staff believes in him. And I think as a every Wildcat fan I know really loves Michael Wiley. Um, I'll take Michael Wiley any day of the week. He gives you a little bit of everything. He's a good all-around back. And he's made plays for us this year. Uh, he was our he was our best player against Mississippi State. One of our best players tonight on offense, and really good job. Uh, he was our leading rusher again, second week in a row. Uh, Jonah Coleman was the second leading rusher for running backs, and Jonah Coleman really stepped up late in the game. He had that 14 yard rush, his longest rush of the night, uh, on the game winning drive. Broke probably three or four tackles and uh, picked up a first down huge run he had a couple other really nice runs 32 yards only six carries so he too averaged uh, 5.3 yards per carry dj williams um 4.5 yards per carry uh only four uh only four carries but he had 18 yards he made the most of his four carries and 
every single one of Arizona's running backs almost averaged at least five yards a carry. DJ Williams had the lowest uh, lowest average with 4.5. Rayshon, Speedy Luke, they're starting to you know figure out ways to get him involved, starting to trust him more. And uh, Rayshon had a huge run, 28-yard rush late in the game to put Arizona at the three-yard line. Ah, I, was, I wanted him to score so bad because I am a huge Rayshon Luke believer. Obviously, he didn't, but he set Arizona up for the, uh, the touchdown. Jonah Coleman ran it in the next play. He had 32 yards on two carries. And, um, yeah, I, I, I really like what I'm seeing from this, this running back room. Uh, Scotty Graham has – he has so much versatility. It's hard to stop, especially when Rayshon starts getting more touches because you have the power backs – uh, you have the uh, the consistent all-around uh, pass catcher that can also hurt you on the ground with Michael Wiley. And then you have the speed, just straight speed and shiftiness and quickness uh, with Rayshon Luke. So I, I really think this uh, running back uh, group is just going to get better. And there's going to be some games uh, down the road that are, these guys are going to have big games. Uh, and and on any given night, any one of them could be the leading rusher. Uh, any one of them could be the hot hand against San Diego State. It was DJ uh, these past two weeks. It's um, it's been Wiley, but you know Coleman Coleman made the most of his six touches last night, and uh, Coleman has some power, man. He's he he's he also shifty. Got good vision, breaks tackles, and he is a. Uh, He's a future starter here at Arizona. I don't think there's any question about it. Jonah Coleman is going to be Arizona's uh, starting running back here in uh, you know the next year or two. Dorian Singer. Dorian Singer stepped up. This is the reason why. North Dakota State said, we are not going to let Jacob Cowing beat us. We are going to make Dorian Singer and Tetero McMillan beat us. We're not going to let Cowing. And they had a safety over the top on Cowing. They they double teamed Jacob Cowing all night long uh, until that final possession, the final two possessions. That's when you saw them back off from the double team. And that was because Dorian Singer was hurting them. That's because Jaden Delora was hurting them with his feet as well. And uh, that's when Cowing really stepped up when, you know, he finally had some single coverage looks. But, yeah, so they double-teamed Cowing. Cowing didn't have a catch um, until late in the second quarter or early third quarter, I believe. I mean, they, they completely took him out of the game. Kudos to, you know, the, the coaching staff for North Dakota State. But it didn't work because Arizona just doesn't have one dynamic receiver. They have multiple Singer led the team in receptions, six, six receptions, led the team in yards, 88 yards. He had the uh, uh, longest catch of the night, which was a monster catch that about put Arizona in field goal position right before the half ended. It was a 30-yard pass, uh, 30-yard catch, and he averaged 14.7 yards per catch. This wide receiver group is deadly. Uh, Jacob Cowing. 
he would he had a uh, he was second in uh, yards, um, second in receptions. He had five for fifty five. He averaged eleven yards per catch, and uh, he had that the game winning touchdown. He had the go ahead touchdown uh, on the corner route. Um, Delora avoided the pressure, improvised, kept his eyes downfield, hit Cowing right on the numbers. And, uh, yeah, another good game for Cowing. He has five re- uh, receiving touchdowns on the season. Really looking like he's going to be a first-team all-conference uh, player. Uh, McLaughlin, Tanner McLaughlin, once again, another good game. Uh, sneaky good game. He had 50 yards receiving Four catches, 12 and a half yards per catch. And he's really emerging as the tight end one. Uh, I think it, it's it's understood. Like Tanner McLaughlin is tight end one. And that's because, too, he's a good run blocker. He's a good pass blocker. And he can catch that ball. Like, he, he's, he's good. I don't know how um, other teams missed him. Like, I, I don't know how teams missed him. This dude is, is a true traditional old school tight end. Uh, McMillan, he had about four or five tar- targets, only one catch for 19 yards. And I, I mean, what a monster catch, though. Monster catch late in the game. Uh, Arizona needs this first down. What is it? Third and third and long. And what does Jetfish do? He goes to the freshman. And they Jaden and T Mac hadn't connected all night, not one time. And McMillan goes up, catches it, bobbles it, and somehow comes down with it. I I swore I thought he dropped the ball. I even put my hands on my head. I'm like, no. But um, he caught it. Great catch, huge play, and um, and then on that same drive, um, Jacob Cowing obviously had the touchdown catch, but maybe uh, more important than that touchdown catch on fourth and two. What does Jaden Delora do? He audibles the play. He says it's fourth down. I need to get the ball to the best player on the field, and that's Jacob Cowing. And Jacob Cowing made a ridiculous catch and i'm telling you i played wide receiver since i was uh junior peewee uh mighty might pop warner football i played wide receiver all my life and i'm telling you that catch he made on fourth and two where he's running to his left where the ball was thrown a bit high where he had to extend his arms while running um directly uh, while running west he had to extend his arms go up and get it um, and then keep his balance and not fall and get his feet uh, set, get, get, get his feet beneath him and then pick up three or four yards. Not many, not many uh, wide receivers in college can make that play and that catch. Uh, and that, that, was, that, was the, that was the game on the line because it was fourth and two. And uh, yeah, Cowing came through when we needed him most. Overall, Really good, um, really good game for the receivers. The receivers averaged 11.5 yards per catch, uh, the longest catch being 30 yards. So, really good game for them. And uh, let's get to the uh, let's get to the offensive line. They only gave up one sack and they ran the ball, they, they opened holes on the ground. Uh, Jaden Delora had some really nice pockets to throw out of. He had a lot of time at times. Obviously, North Dakota State did generate pressure 
I believe they had uh, like uh, two or three QB hurries, one sack. So they got a little bit of pressure. But the offensive line, terrific. I, I thought they were terrific uh, last night. I thought they did a great job against a, a pretty good defensive line. Um, they pretty much took Spencer Ouija out of the game, who who's uh, North Dakota State's best defensive lineman. He really didn't do much of anything last night. And uh, offensive line, they don't get the credit they deserve uh, a lot of times. And that's just in general in football. A lot of times the offensive line uh, plays overlooked because this receiver had so and so many yards and three touchdowns or this quarterback had this. Well, no, the offensive line last night bounced back after a a rough game against Mississippi State where they they just they couldn't they, they just didn't perform well should I say, and um, they bounced back. They really held North Dakota State's uh, pressure and front seven at bay, and uh, they did a very good job giving Delora time. The defense, what a stop on third and two and fourth and two. I know, you know, it's 28-24, what, you know, three, what is it, four or five minutes left. It's third and two. Um, North Dakota State driving. They just had a 22-yard run. Uh, they had, I believe, like a 13-yard run after that. So they had a couple runs, a couple big runs to, um, to, to, start, to start that drive late in the game. And, um, yeah, they had a 22-yard run. And then they had a 7-yard run. And then they had a 14-yard run to put them at the Arizona 45 and uh and then they had a uh, a 9 yard pass to on second and 11 uh they they had a 9 yard pass to make it third and 2 third and 2 at the Arizona 23 they're up by 4 uh there's not a ton of time left actually i believe there was more time there was like 11 or or i think there's something like 11 minutes it was it was in the fourth quarter what does arizona do huge stop uh, Jerry Roberts, Jalen Harris, Hunter Eccles, Colby Cage. They stopped Hunter Lukey, who ran wild last night. But he he uh, he didn't get anything on third and two. Fourth and two, um, North Dakota State calls a timeout. And you see the kicker warming up, acting like he's going to kick. You know, they're, obviously they're bluffing. Like everyone in the stadium knows they're going to run the ball. They're going for it on fourth and two. North Dakota State didn't come to Tucson to kick field goals. No, they came to win this game. And they know if they score a touchdown on this drive, probably going to win the game. And, uh, you know, they come out of the huddle. And the backup quarterback for North Dakota State's in, who had a really good night. He's a big dude, physical, tough to stop in the run game, uh, Cole Payton. And they hiked the ball. And uh, Jerry Roberts, Jalen Harris huge stop uh he was one yard short on fourth and two he didn't he didn't get what he needed arizona's defense got the ball back to arizona's offense and Jaden delora took it from there um and, and on that game-winning drive for arizona uh, jonah coleman had uh he had a 13 yard rush uh he and he had a three yard rush and then he had an eight yard rush he had three 
big time gains on the ground uh two in particular that really put arizona ahead of the chains and uh, it really gave them a chance to win the game uh, i mean these freshmen for arizona are just clutch i mean clutch t-mac with the catch and, and you know cowing uh, or not cowing uh coleman even luke with that run yeah they're really growing up before our eyes and then back to the defense though north dakota state gets the ball back late in the game there's about four and a half minutes left and uh first and ten they run for two yards second and eight key on bars blows up the play baby I knew Keon Bars was going to be huge for us this game. He needed to be, and uh, he blows up the play, gets a tackle for loss, uh, a two-yard tackle for loss. It's third and 10, and here was the thing about third and 10s. North Dakota State is never in third and 10s, like never. They don't do third and 10s. They're never in that position. It's very rare North Dakota State has to come from behind late in the fourth quarter to win. They were in that position one time last year. And this quarterback, Cam Miller, he was in that position one time last year. And uh, he threw a wide receiver screen. And when that play call on, on third and 10, where they threw the wide receiver screen, it just goes to show that they didn't, They obviously they like their quarterback and they believe in him, but it just goes to show that they didn't trust their receivers to get open downfield against Arizona secondary and their receivers were non-existent they did nothing um the the, uh, the tight end Gindorf Lukey like there was a few other guys but yeah their receivers they could not get open and that's why they called a wide receiver screen on third and ten because they thought we don't like we don't think we're able to uh complete a 10-yard pass downfield um through through a, a post route or a go route or or whatever we don't think our receivers are going to get open so we're going to throw a wide receiver screen and hope that works well it didn't because christian young was right there uh, obviously they punted after that and uh um michael wiley iced the game on third and two but the defense the defense, obviously, you know, North Dakota State was able to run the ball. I think I don't think there's really many teams in, in the country in FBS that would be able to slow this team down on the ground because they're, they're big up front, they're physical, they're downhill, and that's just what they do. They wear you down. Uh, they had 283 rush, rushing yards. They averaged 6.3 yards per carry. Um, they had three rushing touchdowns, and so did Arizona. Arizona had three rushing touchdowns in total as well, so Arizona matched them right there. They ran the ball 45 times, and they only passed the ball 12 times. And and Cam Miller, their quarterback, he was efficient. He was accurate. Uh, he only incompleted two passes out of 12. He had a touchdown pass on really a broken play by Arizona's defense, and he was pretty good, um, and uh, but yeah, their run game, Hunter Lukey, dude, shout out to Hunter Lukey. You'll probably never hear this, but if you do, you are a man. Like my God, that unbelievable, um, especially on his long touchdown run of thirty-eight yards. He was like in a pile of defenders, and 
all of a sudden he comes out of it. It's like, how did that happen? Well, the dude's just a beast. Like, that's why he was an All-American. That's why he was first-team All-Conference in the Missouri Valley. Is We saw last night um, what he's capable of. He had 115 yards on 18 carries, 6.4 yards per carry. He had two touchdowns rushing, one touchdown receiving. Um, he had three receptions for 65 yards. He was their leading rusher, their leading receiver. He averaged 21.7 yards per catch. Arizona just really didn't have an answer for Lukey. Arizona doesn't see many players like Lukey, a 240-pound fullback, tight end, slash receiver, slash offensive lineman. I mean, he's literally everything but the quarterback. And uh, you just... There's not many players in college football like Hunter Lukey. And uh, that's why Arizona just struggled. Um, They struggled containing him. And Hunter, he's got really good vision too. Uh, He's he's patient. He knows how to run behind his big offensive lineman. And as soon as he hits the hole, one guy is typically not going to tackle him. It's going to take a few. And uh, But at the end of the game, um, I believe in the fourth quarter, Hunter Lukey only had nine rushing yards. That's it. Nine. They held him to nine rushing yards in the entire fourth quarter. And kudos to Nansen and the Arizona defense for making the adjustments and saying, look, we are not going to let this dude run the ball anymore. Someone else is going to have to run the ball because he's not going to run it. And they they buckled down. They bear down. And uh, they shut down North Dakota State's best player late in the game versus Arizona got the ball to their best player. And their best player on offense made plays while North Dakota State's didn't. And I, that was one of the big differences in the game. And um, when, I did my, uh, when I did my preview um, of the uh, North Dakota State-Arizona game, I talked about a lot of this stuff. Uh, I talked about Hunter Lukey and how important. If someone told me that Hunter Lukey had 18 carries, 115 yards, three receptions, 65 yards, and three total touchdowns, I would have said Arizona lost. But they didn't because he only had nine rushing yards in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, great game. Uh, their receivers combined for four catch or three catches. Their receivers only had three catches for, uh, I believe, 28 yards. That's it. Like, this is the second game where Arizona's secondary has just shut down a, a wide receiver, a wide receiving corpse. They just shut him down. Um, I, I believe Jake Lip, uh, he had, yeah, so Jake Lip had one catch. Uh, Rajat Nelson, he had one catch. And then Braylon Henderson had one catch for one yard. So, yeah, the secondary, tremendous job. Um, Their tight end was their leading leading receiver, out of receivers. Uh, But I can't even really say that because Hunter Lukey's basically a receiver, even though he's like a fullback, whatever you want to call him, hybrid. And, uh, but yeah, overall, they did a good job staying in front of these guys, especially the receivers. Um, really 
you know, North Dakota State is is a one-dimensional team. That's the way they play. And, uh, yeah, they also forced a fumble. Shout out to Hunter Eccles, baby. Hunter Eccles has been playing two games in a row uh, where he's had actually three games. You know, he got hurt San Diego State. But, yeah, three games in a row where Hunter Hunter Eccles just played his ass off, made plays. Uh, He had eight tackles. He was Arizona's second leading tackler. He had a sack. He had two tackles for loss. And he had a forced fumble. Hunter Eccles is is really he's he's it on the end. He is a legit defensive end. USC messed up by letting him go. They clearly didn't know how to use him because clearly Hunter Eccles is is causing problems in uh, the opposing team's backfield. Uh, Jerry Roberts, this dude, I think he's going to lead the the Pac-12 in, in tackles this year. I think he's going to finish top twenty in the country, maybe top fifteen. He had nine tackles. Um, this season he has 31 tackles in three games he had two solo tackles so that just goes to show Jerry he he understands the importance of gang tackling he's always right in the mix of it like he's always there he's always around the ball Uh, the coaching staff says attack the ball that's what Jerry does he makes plays on the defense and Christian Roland Wallace had a really good game and because of the the offense that North Dakota State runs there was a lot of times where Christian Roland Wallace was basically like a second defensive end playing right there at the end and uh, he had six tackles uh, Jackson Turner six tackles uh, Jalen Harris six tackles and then uh, I thought Colby Cage really played well uh, five tackles he had a pass deflection he had a quarterback hurry um and you know, shout out to the Arizona's two safeties. They have been excellent all year. They've been all, all conference caliber safeties. They've been playing at, at, up to their potential. And then some uh, Christian Young had six tackles as well. And uh, But Jacob Manu, I really want to um, give a shout out to Jacob Manu. Really the first game he's played in a lot, Jed Fish said, because of the defense, they were, they were, run, they were going to run. Um, Jacob Monty was the third linebacker and he played a lot. Um, he had four tackles. He had two solo tackles and he showed that he belongs like Jacob Manu is here to stay. I mean, he's, he's solid. He's good. He's going to be good. And, uh, I really like what I saw from Manu. He had a couple tackles where, I mean, he just took their legs out. Like he went low, like he knows how to tackles. He's well coached. Um, he's, he, he's a smart linebacker and he knows, okay, I'm a freshman. Maybe I'm a little bit smaller on the smaller side, but I know, I know how to use that to my advantage. That means I can get lower and the lower you get when you're tackling, the better you want to be hitting right at those thighs, right at the knees. And, uh, Jacob Manu really, he had a few really nice tackles and he really helped his defense, um just his presence being out there as a freshman uh i think he played over 50 snaps is what uh jedfish said and uh, he really was important for arizona's defense overall the defense had uh two sacks they had four tackles for loss they had two pass deflections which is pretty good because he only threw the ball 12 times so two pass deflections on uh 12 throws 
That's it's pretty good. They only they only were uh, credited for one quarterback hurry. I think they might have had a couple more, um, but yeah, Hunter Eccles, huge strip sack early in the game, kind of take the momentum out. Uh, um, North Dakota State was in the red zone, and uh, overall, this was the game for North. This was the game right here. North Dakota State was. 0 for 2 on uh, third down conversions, and they had the fumble in the red zone. Okay, every on on all three of those turnovers, Arizona scored a touchdown. That's that was the game right there. 0 for 2 on fourth down, and they had the turnover in the red zone, um, and Arizona was 4 for 4 in the red zone. Uh, scoring touchdowns every single time. Obviously, Tyler Lute missed a field goal. But, yeah, Arizona, 4 for 4. They had more first downs. They had 23 first downs. Arizona was good on third down. They were 5 for 11. Uh, almost 400 total yards. Uh, like I said earlier, only one penalty and um, 4.6 yards per rush. They just really overall good game. They made the plays when they needed it. And in the midst of adversity, late in the fourth quarter, what does Arizona do? They get back-to-back stops on third and two on fourth and two. The offense comes in. They make plays on the ground through the air, score. North Dakota State has a chance to move the ball and tie it. What does the defense do? Forces a three and out, gets the ball back to the offense, the offense needs a first down or two to ice the game. That's exactly what they did. Huge win for the Arizona Wildcats football team. Also, I made a I, I made good amount of money on a couple games, including the Arizona game. So uh, that also helped. I was a little shocked that they were a two and a half point um, underdog. I thought that was too much. Um, Obviously, people, including Las Vegas, they have not caught on to the Arizona football movement. Um, And uh, I hope they keep it like that because I'll just keep betting on this Wildcats football team if they want to put them as uh, underdogs at home. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate the support. If you are an Arizona Wildcat fan and you want to go to the Red and Blue game, I am giving away two, yes, two free tickets, baby, to the Red and Blue Game on September 30th. All you have to do is subscribe to my show on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen, or both. Leave me a five-star review on one or the other, or both, and send me a a little DM on Twitter saying, hey, I'm so-and-so, I left you a review, and here in about a week, I'm going to do a, a, a raffle. I'm going to do a live raffle. I'll either record myself or I'll do it live on Instagram. And I'm going to put everyone's name in a uh, in a little bowl or something. And I'm going to pull one person, one one piece of paper out, one person's name out. And whoever I, whoever's name I pull out is going to win two free tickets to the red and blue game. And that all happens here in about a week. Literally takes you 30 seconds to to enter that raffle that I will do in a week. So I cannot see all my uh, reviews yet. So I don't know who's leaving reviews. I know a few people have. 
So if you do leave a review and subscribe, all that, just make sure you send me a, a, a message on Twitter at wildcat underscore guru uh, on Twitter or Instagram at wildcat underscore guru and just let me know that you uh, left a review and subscribed and um, just so I, I don't want to miss um, any names. I want to make sure I have everyone uh, in. I want to give everyone a chance that, um, you know, followed and, and whatnot. But yeah, two free tickets coming up here in about a week. Once again, thank you guys for listening to Game Day with the Gurus, where it is game day 24-7, 365. We talk sports. B-T-F-D.